friends, and welcome to Empower YouTube Podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Paris, and I'm excited because you are in the building with me. You can be anywhere in the world, but you have chosen to be here with me, and I am so humbled and appreciative. Let me tell you about this show each and every single week. We continue to empower you to greatness that is truly going to help you, whether you are a person that have experienced a heartbreak, have gone through a divorce, or have endured levels of trauma of any kind, or you're just a person trying to rebuild their life and themselves, and now you are finally ready to live a life full of abundance, joy, and peace, then this show is for you. So with that said, thank you again for being here. I am extremely grateful. I'm excited to be on this journey with you because together we are empowered for greatness. You ready? Let's go. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Empower You Too podcast. I am your host, Natasha Paris, the mental health therapist expert, as well as the empowerment strategist. I am super excited, as always, to come before you to really empower you, as well as inspire you for greatness. What I note too often in my field as a licensed clinician, as a entrepreneur, as a woman, as a mother, that life can continue to life, right? It will continue to life. And so it's so important for us to be in a place where we are taking control over that situation or that thing that is attempting to control us. So with that said, Welcome to the Empower You 2, episode 56, my friends, 56. And I'm super psyched about this actual episode because it's going to speak to many of you. Well, that would be the hope that it resonates with you because the goal is to get you to a place where you become the best version of yourself. But before we jump into this episode, you know what I say. I often say, please share this episode. If this resonates with you, please share it with as many people as possible. In addition to that, I want you to go to your favorite, favorite social media platform, particularly within the podcast circle. And I want you to hit that five-star button and leave a review on why it resonated with you. All right. So today's episode, episode 56, it is entitled tips on decreasing burnout when you are in a demanding career. I'm going to say that again, tips on decreasing burnout when you are in a demanding career or work, right? Because oftentimes it can be very challenging to really get a hold of yourself when you are filled with so many expectations or you are an executive and you are giving out directives and you have a project that you're working on and the levels of pressure and stress can be overwhelming. All right. And so I want you to know that there are tips to decreasing burnout in a very demanding career. What I know too often as a 
clinical therapist. I have been in positions where I was a clinical director. I was a clinical manager. I now own my own business, Natasha Paris Enterprises. And it can be very demanding. It can be very demanding. And oftentimes when I speak to and counsel individuals who who are in the C-suite, which is those who are CEOs, COOs, VPs, right? Senior managers, oftentimes they will say that their job or their career is extremely demanding and they feel like giving up on it. They feel like the pressures are not worth it. And you know what? It's not, it really isn't. If you are drowning, if you are drowning and you feel like you cannot catch your breath, self-preservation is so important, my friends. Self-preservation is so important. It's important for you to make a decision to say, this is causing me to have symptoms. And let me, let me just talk about some of the symptoms. I was speaking to someone today and they talked about how their job was so demanding that their hair, their hair started falling out. That was my New York accent. Their hair started falling out. They were breaking out in hives. In addition to that, they had difficulty sleeping. In addition to that, they were very, very irritable and frustrated. And when you are in a demanding position, oftentimes it's hard for you to just leave it at work. You're going to take that baggage with you and you're going to bring it home with you. You're going to bring it in the car while you're driving. That's where road rage comes in, right? And it's important for you to be proactive and sense when things are not going well. Don't wait till the very bitter where you're like, I give up. I'm not doing this anymore, right? Don't wait till it gets to that point because by then it's hard to turn around. You're like, I, it's just, I, I just have to just throw in the towel because I'm just so exhausted. And if, and I'm going to say this to you, my friends, if it's left unchecked, it can turn into major depression or you can have suicidal ideation or you can actually attempt to take your own life. And I'm here to share with as many people who are listening that it is not worth taking your life. There are tips and recommendations that I will give to you today that will help ease the pain, the feelings of being overwhelmed, that can lead to burnout where you just throw in the towel you know, when it comes to your work or when it comes to your life. And I don't want you to go there because I'm here for you. Natasha Paris, the clinical mental health therapist expert is here for you. And I want you to know that you are heard and then you are also, also seen. And so today, let's jump right into these tips. And so if you do not have a pen or paper, I would advise that you take some notes down Take some notes, okay, and also apply it today. These are practical, not rocket science tips. These are practical recommendations, things that I've recommended for all of my clients who were experiencing burnout. And 10 out of 10 times, they're like, yes, this has worked. But all you have to do is make a decision to say, I want help and I need help, and I'm going to do what it takes by any means necessary to get 
out of that water where you are drowning. So you can feel a level of control and you're not subjected to the external circumstances that you feel oftentimes you can't control. Okay, so again, let's jump right into episode 56, 56 tips on decreasing burnout in a demanding career or work. All right, first things first, you need to set boundaries. You need to establish clear boundaries between work and personal life, right? This is so important. Like you need to understand that there's a, there's a line there. Do not take your work home with you because if you take your work home with you, you cannot, I'm going to be honest with you, you cannot ensure that you will be recharged. It's important for you to understand that work stuff stays at work. And if you take it home with you, just give yourself just an hour to to do what you need to do when it comes to your job or your career and wrap it up. But when it's time for personal time, such as spending time with your children, spending time with your spouse, spending time with yourself, I'm going to say that again, spending time with yourself, you are not muddying up the waters with work, right? Because that in itself is where you get recharged, where you feel seen, you feel loved, and also you are doing the things that you super duper enjoy, okay? And I don't want you to take that away. And giving, I'm gonna give you an example, like how do you draw that line when it comes to personal life or work life? If you start your job or work at, say, 9 a.m., and by 4 o'clock, you should be winding down. But if you have a demanding position and you have, you know, employees, things of that nature, I would say, okay, well, if you want to come home and just kind of, you know, um, check an email or something like that, just give yourself just an hour to do it and then set the alarm and that says, stop, stop. Like, so if, you, if you're off at five and you get home by say 6.30 and you just want to check your email just to make sure everything is good, do it from 6.30 to 7.30. And at that time, you stop what you're doing and you put your phone away. Put it somewhere. Like if you have a business cell phone, put it away. Do not go to your laptop, right? You have to make conscious and intentional decisions and actions that follow in order for you to get to this place of having what? Work-life balance. That is key is work-life balance, okay? So that's my first tip. The second recommendation is I need you to take regular breaks. What does that mean? That means that you schedule short breaks throughout the day to rest and reset your mind. And what would that look like? Well, you know, I am big on meditation. I am big on mindfulness. That means that you take regular breaks. You know how people, they go who are smokers, they take their breaks. Oh, they will take it. (laughs) They will take it regardless of whether it's allowed or not. Okay. And so that would be like, say, for instance, you start work at nine o'clock. When you start work at nine, you work till about say 1130, right? And you might take a little break and then take lunch. So for about 20 minutes, right at 11, 1135, 1140, 
you find a quiet place, whether it's in the conference room or you go to your car if you're able to, or, or in the bathroom, in the bathroom. Yeah, I know it sounds crazy, but if you don't have a space in which you can go to just to kind of just, just take a deep breath you're in for some trouble. And so it's so important for you to do what? Take regular, regular scheduled timeouts, okay? Regular timeouts or breaks where you are taking deep breaths in through your nose and then you're exhaling. Taking a deep breath in through your nose and then exhaling right? Just that alone. And let me say this, you know, I have, for those who are listening, who are avid subscribers to my podcast, as well as my YouTube channel, you know that I have a meditation affirmation episode every Tuesday or Wednesday morning where I actually walk you through visualization as well as meditation while saying affirming, positive, optimistic thoughts. So if you have not heard it, go back. It's usually the one before the long extended podcast. Okay. This one is usually about 12 to 13 minutes. Okay. So yes, short breaks throughout the day. And how many breaks should you take if you work from, if you work nine to five, I would say three, right? One at like 1145, another at like, say, 2.30, and then another one, I guess, right before you get off, right? Just to, just to kind of get ready for the evening and letting go. And the reason why I say actually doing it right before you get off is because it's gearing you up in your mind that you have to get ready to release and let go until the next day. Yes, absolutely, my friends. Absolutely. Okay, so my third tip is I want you to prioritize task. It's so important for you to prioritize your task. What does that mean? Focus on the most important task and delegate, delegate, or delegate. Not or, but yes, delegate, or I guess postpone, right? Until another day. If it seems like it's just too much, right? For that moment. And when I mean focus on the most important task, what are the tasks that need to be completed within the next few days? Do it by completion, right? What are the tasks that need to be completed within the next two weeks? You write a, you know, whatever, whether it's a date on your calendar that this has to be completed, definitely prioritize. Don't try to take so much all at once. That's where most people become overwhelmed or they they become burnt out and they're ready to throw in the towel. So it's important for you to prioritize tasks, right? If you have, say, 15 tasks, then you would number it according to priority, right? Number it from one to 15. What is the number one thing that you have to complete based on deadline, right? Do not try to take everything all at once, my friends. Please don't do that, all right? The other piece is that it's so important, right? The other tip is that I want you to seek support. 
I can't stress this enough. It's important for you to reach out to your colleagues, your friends, or a mentor or a coach like myself, right, for support and advice. Well, I don't give advice. I give recommendations because what I often know and I know for sure is that all of the answers that you are looking for is already within you. And so all I do is I pull it out of you. Okay. And so it's important for you to seek support. Do not, do not battle this all alone. It is very exhausting. And the quickest way to burn out is to do everything all by yourself without delegation and expect things to be perfect. You're expecting that project to be perfect. You're expecting that meeting to be perfect. You are expecting that people will receive you and trust your opinion. Sometimes that's not always the case, right? You know, Um, and so it's so important for you to be in a place where you seek support and you have a community of individuals who want the best for you with no hidden agenda, right? And so that is a recommendation and take it and, and, and run with it. Seek support. My fifth point is practice self-care. I've been saying this throughout my entire, you know, season, my first season of this Empower You Too podcast, that is so important for you to engage in activities that bring you not happiness, but joy, Joy cometh in the morning. Yes, happiness is fleeting. Joy is everlasting, my friends. Joy is everlasting. So it's so important for you to practice self-care, right? And engage in activities that promote relaxation and well-being, such as exercise, meditation, or dancing as a hobby, if you were me, right? Yeah, absolutely. Doing those things that you enjoy because then you have something to look out for, something that you're working towards and you're like, well, you know, I, I, I want to exercise and um, I'm looking for a gym, but for the time being, I'm going to purchase a treadmill. Something as simple as that, right? It's important for you to write down your goals as to what you want to establish in order for you to continue, my friends, in order for you to continue to practice self-care, right? What are the things that you want to accomplish that are fun, that that's rewarding, and that brings you joy? Come on now, let's go. That's what we're talking about. And my sixth and last point is that I want you to communicate to your employer, whether even if you are a CEO, I'm sure there's someone that you report to, right? And it's important for you to communicate what it is that you want, right? And discuss workload and expectations with the person that had hired you, your employer, And the reason being is we want you to be ensured that they are in line with your goals that incorporate work-life balance because you want that support, right? Especially if you are an executive, a female executive, and you have children at home and you have a husband at home, you have to discuss what is it that's going to be a win-win situation. So it's so important for you to communicate your needs to your employer. Because remember, it's important to take care of yourself, my friends. 
It's important to take care of yourself. Be in a place where you make decisions that are ultimately for your benefit. Okay. So what I want to leave you with is that in order to perform at your best level, at your best career point, it's important for you to manage your career and not allow your career to manage you. That is so important. And so I want you to know that. And so let's just summarize my friends as we begin to close. And I'm going to give you your assignment. I'm going to give you your um, empowerment assignment. I don't like to call it homework, but your empowerment assignment. So the first thing is I want you to set boundaries, establish clear boundaries between work and personal life. First tip. Second tip is take regular breaks. Take as many breaks as possible, right? Because if you are taking on so many things and you are just like the energizer bunny, you're going to eventually burn out and we don't want that for you. Okay. All right. The third recommendation or tip is to prioritize tasks, focus on important tasks and delegate or postpone less critical ones. It is so important, my friends, for you to understand that because if you don't become burnt out and that is going to cause exhaustion, anxiety, worry, and even depression. Our fourth recommendation is to seek support, right? Reach out to relatives, colleagues, or even a mentor for support and services. My fifth point is practice self-care. Oh, that is key. That is key. So what am I saying when I say that it's important for you to seek support? Fifth, practice self-care. Engage in activities that promote exercise, meditation, right? Loving on yourself, making a decision to practice self-care. And my sixth and final point is communicate, right? You're going to communicate with your employer by discussing your workload and the expectations, and you'll be able to share what that is as well as you'll be more confident about who you are. So absolutely, absolutely. So what is the empowerment assignment? What is that? Well, let me just say this. It's very simple. The empowerment assignment is I want you to write down all of your tasks that you have to complete this week. Not next week, this week. When you do that, what you're doing is you're writing it down, you're visually seeing it, and you're holding that person or yourself accountable. So as I said before, it is so important for you to prioritize tasks, and that is your empowerment assignment. Write down all of the things you have to get done and then put a number next to it. And that is what's going to be key. And I'm glad, I'm glad that you are willing to do the empowerment assignment. So with that said, my friends, as we close, I want you to remember it's important to take care of yourself in order to perform at your best and avoid burnout in a demanding career right? It's so important. And so I want you to hit that five-star button and I want you to leave a review and share this with as many people as possible. Okay. 
Thank you so very much for all that you do and who you are. And as I often say, I want you to be what? Empowered for greatness. Because without greatness, there's no you. And without you, there's no greatness. See you in the next episode. Bye. If you are loving this content and our time together as we become empowered for greatness and you want to connect with me more, I would love for you to come and check out my self-empowerment scholars. It's my monthly empowerment sessions where we take all of the materials learned on the podcast and apply it and study it and take it to the next level. So join me over at Empower You, the letter U, to right? The number two dot com forward slash join, or you can text the word empower to 571-464-6511. That's text the word empower to 571-464-6511. Also, if you've ever gained an ounce of wisdom or the episode resonated with you, I simply ask that you do four things. The first is I want you to subscribe right now if you have not done so already. The second is I want you to hit that five-star button on your favorite platform. The third is I want to hear from you. I want to hear your feedback. I want to hear how it has resonated for you. In addition, the last, I want you to share this message with someone. It allows us to spread the message of empowerment to those who are desperately in need. So I look forward to seeing you on the next episode and I want you to be what? Empowered for greatness. See you soon. Bye.